Welcome to The Stellar Woman Show, the podcast, magazine, and video hosted by Stella Olivia Kikoyo. Each week, Stella will be bringing you a guest or a segment from The Stellar Woman magazine, whose mission is to spread thriving global women's stories, expert knowledge, and experiences covering mind, body, and spirit, fashion and beauty, money, business, and leadership, so that you too can be inspired, learn, be empowered, and thrive. Since knowledge is potential power, our aim is to spread it like light from one woman to another, which we believe will help to bring about change in perspectives and create new possibilities for all women to learn, be empowered, and thrive. We know if one woman thrives, her family and community thrive too, and the world becomes a better and brighter world. With over 100 interviews and stories, articles, videos, surveys, real life and business lessons and trainings, we believe that there's no better women's classroom as the Stellar Woman Show and Magazine. Stella and her guests will be exploring how they started, the dreams realized and unrealized, aspirations, the steps taken, the challenges, failures, lessons learned, decision-making process, and what made them successful, and the stellar woman that they are. For more information, check out the website, www.stellarwomanmag.com. Now, here's your host, Stella Olivia Kikoyo. This particular episode will be related to um, the article I wrote in issue four of how mindfulness practice enhances the ability to achieve your goals. I started my journey of mindfulness around um, 2019 and with that journey um, came a great understanding, a revelation of what was happening all the time. I used to live in worry, fear, full of anxiety, but that was more recent. And that's what I realized. At that point in time, I had just started to feel that I was living a life of unworthiness. I, I, I couldn't even relate to anything that I had at that moment. I had a house, I had children, I had uh, my job, and, but I almost didn't have any of those things. In the state of the mind that I had, I just had so many questions and I was just living a life that I did not want at that point in time. Uh, before then, I didn't have any form of anxiety. I, I, I didn't know why at that point in time I was becoming an anxious person. At that point in time, I realized I needed to find a solution because I could tell that my state, my well-being was going down a road I did not like at all. And even if I wanted to blame lots of people, I knew whatever was happening was within me and I didn't like that state. And I knew that I needed to find a solution quickly. And I asked myself what the solution would be. Would it be counseling? Would it be, I was just asking several questions. Would it be meditation? Would it be therapy? I, I didn't know where to start from. And then as I Googled, thank you, Mr. Google, I managed to come to this term mindfulness. And for some reason, I decided to explore more about mindfulness. And 
because I was so desperate, I quickly moved to um, a session, a training that was being offered uh, that I found for the NHS here in the UK and uh, paid up to attend those sessions. And since then, my life has never been the same. Never. And I've been on the mission to do the same for other people. I've concentrated on women, but my training does not, is not limited on women, but it's all because of the stories I was telling myself. And those stories can be easily familiar to women. And that's why I concentrate my training on helping women. And I know that definitely uh, women can easily transfer the information to their children. And in this way, we are all able to spread the message of mindfulness and be able to empower um, the next generation to know that they can be well and that they can be in control. I'm not so sure if that bit of the story related to you at all, where you find yourself starting off a story and then seeing everything negative, one leading to another, a new opening, a new opening. The next minute, you're blowing out, you're blowing out. And these stories are all in your mind and they're away from reality. And, and most times, as we shall see what mindfulness is all about and the journey and where we can start from, um, it, it goes to your feelings and those are more true. That is how you start to experience life. Even if you're eating food, but you're thinking about how bad things are going to turn out to, that food is not delicious anymore. You cannot exactly enjoy what you're having. Uh, you're full of worry. You're thinking about the next thing as you're in this particular moment. You're always in the future or actually bringing the past. And today's culture, of special of social media, does not help at all. And also being in a state where there is this communication that we have something else that we need to achieve that is like another person's achievement and that until we get that we cannot be happy and we shouldn't be happy so in a way we find ourselves being on the spiral of waiting for that happiness to come and we see it in the future we can't be peaceful because we need something to be achieved first when i get a house i'll then be happy when i'll get a house then i'll be peaceful and then i will rest so it's always never ending endeavor that we are on on pursuit of something and never actually living but it doesn't have to be like that yes we can set goals and we can go out to pursue them, but we can learn to live in the moment by moment. I don't know how many of you have read Eckhart Tal's book of The Power of Now. Um, it reveals to you the importance of living in the present moment, because that's what we have. So we need to bring mindfulness. It is our way out from this never-ending cycle that can be actually measuring. Let's start with what is mindfulness? I think you've been waiting for that. So what is this mindfulness? In simple terms, mindfulness is regarded as awareness. But um, I also want to always um, give a broader definition that I've always used and I feel 
I fully understand this definition that was given by BeMindfulOnline.com. Here they say mindfulness is a way of paying attention to the present moment using techniques as meditation, breathing, and yoga. It helps us to become more aware of our thoughts and feelings so that instead of being overwhelmed by them, we are better able to manage them. I have used this definition from the day I started my training in 2019 and I've never really um, gone away from it. I find that when I'm teaching or training other people on mindfulness, it's just a field that's understanding that is paying attention to the present moment, to whatever it is that is going on, paying attention to it, whether it's your thoughts and feelings, that is mindfulness, any sensations. But the key thing that I have to also add here, without judgment, that is really paramount in helping you to navigate your way through life. So when you pay attention, do not judge what you see. Whether it's bad or good, it is just what it is. It is a thought. Whether it's a feeling that you find within you, whether it's anger or it is jealous or frustration, there's no judgment. It's what it is. You are just paying attention to it and acknowledging it. Of course, we shall be moving into the training of going through the acceptance as well and doing something about it. But that's what mindfulness is about. It allows us to see reality as it is without any form of distortion that comes from our beliefs or perceptions that we have. It is exactly that that you see as it is. In this way, it helps us in several ways. It gives us a clear perception that empowers us to live in the moment instead of trying to change uh, the past or control the future. It releases us from negative patterns of thinking and feelings that we continue to have, behaving the co that causes unnecessary suffering. It helps us in the process to uncover hidden strength to resilience, to cope better with whatever comes our way. And um, I do have a general quote that I, I recently gave during the training that I really loved a lot. Um, it was to do with the fact that with mindfulness, um, it allows us to understand that waves will happen. Waves will happen. And sometimes I say the storm could be Things could be happening that we are perceiving this as storm. But if we look at it as waves, they will happen. But we are learning the tools that are going to help us to navigate those waves. How empowering is that? Knowing that, let it come. Let it come. I have the tools. And this is what we are here to give you. We need to start with mindfulness. You need to learn what mindfulness is. I'm excited to be here to give you those tools. And I'm sure if you've learned them already, I'm still excited for you because I believe my life really changed by just learning the tools of mindfulness. And I can't stop to talk about it and share what I know. Your well-being is really important. We find that um, mindfulness can always be used as a tool 
to facilitate your well-being, your mental health, your emotional health. We can see, as I said already, we all have times when we can feel down, stressed and sometimes frightened. And what we have to acknowledge is that feelings come and go. But sometimes we stay longer in those feelings. And this can develop into a problem and starting to learn how to prevent this from happening is what we are here for. And that's what I'm here for. It's important to maintain your mental health. As a being, you have your, your spiritual being health or your spiritual health. You have to look after your mental health and your physical health, which is your body, because you have those three units. And as you will find through mindfulness and through other methods of life coaching, all these three units work together. You can always start from one and get to the other, but it's important to maintain a balance of all aspects of life. It is really important to maintain your mental health but being mentally healthy does not mean that you don't have a mental health problem. With good mental health, you can make the most of your potential. We see that you can cope with life, be able to play a big role in your family and in your community. You end up not missing out on anything. There are other benefits, especially for those who are on a personal growth uh, perspective. We also see benefits of having a, a clear vision of where you are at that point in time and being able to clarify where you want to go. And also from also um, developing better relationships, we see that we stop being um judgmental first to ourselves and then to others and we are able to all continuously know how to come back home where it all starts and ends um mindfulness can also help us to grow and rise from within because you now understand yourself as a being and you know how to navigate life. It will help you to raise your levels of vibration as you less resistance. If you will be able to, you'll find that you'll be able to find more joy, peace and love. So we want to see you really develop this level of awareness that can take you to a greater level of life experience so that you thrive. I have to continue saying something that you need to really learn is that mindfulness is not a farm. It's a practice that you need to incorporate in your life to really bring about change. There are several tools apart from the benefits I've given you. I want to talk about the several ways in which you can bring mindfulness into your life. And I'm sure you have been waiting for this. I have to let you know that even if there are several tools and even if these tools um, are different, you can choose a tool, whichever tool that can work for you for a different moment. So you can vary them. You don't have to do them in the sequence in which I mentioned them and you don't have to take just one. You can incorporate all of them. The key thing is to be mindful of what you are actually doing to pay attention to the present moment.
many times when I'm giving these trainings or, for example, doing the breathing techniques, I find that in some people are saying, oh, sorry, I have to eat while doing mindfulness. Or someone once joined um, while she was actually doing her work as a hairdressing. And I thought, but you actually can't be mindful then. You need to be paying attention to what you're doing as a hairdresser. So I would rather that um, unless you are going to just listen in, that's fine. But if you're actually going to fully participate, you need to be present with a moment and um, there's a time when another person was saying oh I'm actually just still having a shower here but um, I'm doing the session and I thought oh no I'm going to ask you to take particular moments to pay attention to a particular aspects so you'd rather be where you are or you'd rather get out of there and find yourself in a new position where you can be able to pay attention to what I give you or just listen in like you're going to be doing now. You could be just listening in to this session and, and that means you don't have to actually go through the actual training as I give it. So it's paying attention that is really focusing on that moment. And that's why actually one of the benefits is actually mentioned as focus, bringing focus into one's life. So let's start with um, the several ways in which you can bring mindfulness into your life, how you can practice mindfulness. So mindfulness can be used in your everyday life and doesn't have to take a lot of effort and time as people think, but it might take you a while to really understand breathing and how to actually breathe properly. So one of the things I will uh, be talking about first is the aspect of breathing. Breathing is one of the techniques that we cover in mindfulness. It is the one tool I tell everybody has. We are assured even on Zoom as we do the practice that everybody that is present on the Zoom call is able to breathe. So because we have it and because it's the starting breath signifies life. So we start with a tool that we all have as those who are living at that present in time. Breathing is going to be one of the tools we talk about here. It is a key tool you will learn to utilize and always become aware of. It's one of the most important ones and yet it's hardly thought about as a tool that brings about calmness and allows you to navigate through your life. Here you, by breathing mindfully, you focus your attention on each inhalation and exhalation. You can start to connect with yourself and others and of course be able to sustain yourself through that particular moment. This particular time, I would like you to think about using breathing as a technique to allow yourself to bring calmness at this present moment. You leave anything that is to come and anything that you've been thinking about that is in the past and be present and give yourself this moment. Whatever you have to be able to let go, whatever has been around you. Take a minute to observe your breathing. Breathe in. 
and out. Notice how the breath gets into you. Of course, you've been breathing normally, but at this moment, when you pay attention, you might be able to have noticed the breath and how it swept over your lips. How did it test? How did it feel? What sensations came were able to be awakened at that point in time? Then you can also take a moment to notice the time between the inhalation and the exhalation. What I always want to do is to ask the people I'm with, especially the women that I normally do mindfulness with, is to notice their lungs and their bellies expand and then contract. This is where different variations come in normally as many people come into the sessions doing it the other way around. And for some of them, it takes over 10 sessions to actually finally get their breathing technique right. But yesterday, we were able to talk about why it's important to really get your breathing right. It was noted that there's one key, definitely one key to your well-being one important key and that is learning how to breathe my uh, own way of which to teach breathing is to normally focus on the belly and that's how i learned how to breathe and that is the way i've been teaching to allow people to really be able to experiment by putting their hand right or left hand to see the movement of the belly and to know whether they're breathing in or breathing out the use of the belly is generally seen as the most efficient way to breathe Imagine you're bringing down air towards the belly. So as the diaphragm contracts, the belly will expand to fill the lungs with air. So you're breathing in and this is where the belly actually expands. Belly breathing is seen to be efficient because it pulls the lungs downward, creating negative pressure inside the chest. And this brings air into the lungs but do not overthink it do not uh, worry about it it all it needs is you to start thinking about paying attention to the breath and finally it will get um you'll become soft the other option so we have other um practices that you can use the other one is the body scan i could say that I think I love the body scan more than I used, I, I, I loved breathing initially. I now teach mostly breathing, but I used to teach mostly the body scan. Um, the body scan is one that I love because it took me, it took me into gratitude for my whole body. And breathing does the same anyway, because I've managed to integrate both. So the body scan is where you can start to look at, you become the observer of all your whole body part. So you know that you have all these body parts, but we are not mindful of them at all. Yet we have them and they're useful to us in each and every moment. So you spend, you can spend any time that you want bringing awareness to your body. So when you're limited of time, you can just sweep through this can 
or you can focus on one body part. So you bring your awareness to your body and all your body sensations. So imagine closing your eyes and walking your body through using your mind's eyes. You can start at any point. Um, you could start with your feet. You can start with your head and slowly draw. Uh, at some point, a friend of mine said that when I used the word draw, she then finally understood the body scan. She had never understood it, what you actually do. So this is an imagination of where you go and circle around your body. So all your attention is at your body and looking through any kind of feelings, any sensations, paying attention to them, but not having any judgment and not taking any action per se um, around what you find, uh, whether it's pain or a sensation. So all you do is bring your awareness around the body until you reach the final part of the body. So if you start with your feet, you could go all around until you get to your head. What sensations did you feel? Did you feel any pain, any strain? Um, perhaps nothing. So move with that focus all around and you're able to see it that way. I love the body scan for that. The next uh, practice that is used that I actually find more challenging is mindful walking. So in mindful walking is something you can practice at any time as well. So all you do is bring your attention to the act of walking. I finally understood it by remember finding it so challenging to really put my attention on the act of actually raising my uh, foot and stepping and raising it again. So it's good to try it fast, slowly. But once you get used to it, you can move faster. Actually, when it starts to train you to go eat fast, and you find that it sort of can't work. But everything in life is a practice. The more you practice, the more you become conscious that you can bring mindfulness to even a fast act. So walk slowly and become aware of the sensation in the soles of the feet as they make contact with the floor. Any sensations in the muscles, pay attention to them. You don't have to look down on your feet. Your mind won't, if, and if at all your mind wanders, you just bring them back. You just bring the mind back. Use the contact of the feet to anchor, to bring you back to the present moment. You can take a minute or you can take as long as you can for any of these practices. The other one that is actually challenging is mindful eating. Eating mindfulness mindfully is actually a good act for many, many benefits. And I wish I could actually become um, more good at it. It's where I, I am still um, challenged. When I introduce mindfulness and mindful eating into my life, I find deeper joy into eating. And we do have actually an article um, in um, issue four as well, where um, Patricia Marlin talks about mindful eating. She is a facilitator in mindfulness here in the UK. Um, she gave a very, she wrote a very good article that you can actually um, utilize that takes you all the way from the sun. Think about biting that apple Look at that redness or the yellow color and think about how the sun hit that apple or that mango. 
So that thought is unbelievable. And she took us all the way, connecting the outer world to the inner world, to your heart, and then to the bite, and then to the juices, then going back to the farmer. It was just so beautifully written. So think about um, my introducing mindfulness that way. Uh, and I think the great uh, uh, practice is when they tell you to bite through raisins and test them. You have to first feel them, smell them. How many times do we have time to actually do that? To feel the food, to smell the food, to take it in one bite at a time, to turn the food around and feel it, feel every bite. It's sensation, how it touches your tongue. Is so beautiful. I think mindfulness eating is can be so intimate, and if we can introduce into it into our lives, definitely it can make things really better. It can bring more joy into your life just from eating and tasting the food, but doing it mindfully. And one of the other aspects is mindful listening, which still Patricia Marlin has done a bit of training. Um, she did one training with us, with the women, and uh, gave them a chance to attune into um, listening to one another and going through the need to actually pay attention to the person you're actually talking to because many times when we are actually having conversations as people are talking we are coming to the next uh before someone completes the sentence we know what to say back to them even sometimes before this time for but this time you bring mindfulness to the conversation and it helps you to actually connect with a person better it will help you to bring my uh, to mindfulness to the rest of your life bring you more awareness of the day so take a minute you can start by taking a minute to listen to your environment to listen to the birds to listen to the some of the sounds you've never heard and if you're in a deep conversation try to follow deeply into what someone says how does it relate to you what are they trying to say and the more you listen, the more you find out that whatever you thought they were going to say is not exactly what they actually say or mean. But that's only because you have been able to pay full attention to them. So I would like you to bring more mindfulness into your life. I don't know what particular practice has resonated with you, which one you've been practicing, which one you want to start with. Like I said, I started mainly, I enjoyed the body scan first before I went into other practices. There's also a practice of journaling. So when you're writing and, uh, and looking at what you're writing and paying attention to how your hand touches the book and how it twists around letter J and A, you will have to find enjoyment into this journey. You will actually find it really exciting when you start to pay attention to all acts of your life as you do then. For those who want to actually connect more with your spirituality, mindfulness for me also helps me 
to develop my life as a spiritual being. Because as you write, you're writing from your mind, but actually as you start to look at these movements, there's a way your heart starts to connect and you start to enjoy what you are doing. So the heart and the head become connected in this heart in this act that you are mindful of. So I hope you've enjoyed this session. Um, it has been great to actually connect with you here. Thank you for being with us. And uh, I, I hope that you'll be able to bring more mindfulness into your life and that you will be able to make a change, find joy, find peace, find focus, and develop more, uh, become more productive, reduce stress, and uh, be the woman that you are called to be. Until next time, thank you for joining us and be more mindful. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on the Stellar Woman Magazine and show's mission to spread thriving women's stories, knowledge, and experiences so that you too can learn one or two things, be inspired, empowered to change, and thrive. We change one woman at a time. This, we believe, will help to make the world a better and brighter world. I hope today's episode inspired you to change perspective, see new possibilities, and take action so that you can become the stellar woman that you would like to be. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to go to the Stellar Woman Show and Magazine website for transcripts and more. Also, please remember to subscribe, review, and share with others, and follow us on all social media platforms. Have a great day. We look forward to catching up with you on the next episode.